didn't even say anything about the podcast, but that's fine. Welcome back. It's stuck in my generation. It's me. It's Neil. A little special episode tonight. We're going to talk about our top 10 albums of the year so far. Are we calling it half, first half of 2022? Um, yeah, about the first half. We're a little past it, but we're there. Yeah. We're close enough. I don't think I have any albums that are like... I have one, but that's about it. That's an... Yeah, I don't think I have any albums for august yeah my god is gonna make it now nah, i mean there's, yeah. there's maybe one i kept having to look back doing this uh the, the albums of the year or whatever best release so far and i i kept thinking of ones i look back and they were like late 2021 and i was like god there's a shit ton of stuff i liked in 2021 yeah 2021 was a great year like i because i know there's a lot of my kept looking at and it came out in december or very at the very end of 2021 so i had to keep rechecking yeah there's like I mean, I'm sure we're off opposite ends of the spectrum, but I was like, about that Halsey album? Because Halsey did that album with Trent Trent Reznor. Yeah, and that was last year. And uh, there's like seven other albums. I was like, what about that one? And it was (laughs) 2021. So I I, I didn't have a hard time with this list, but I it wasn't super easy. Because there has been enough albums released that I I had some tough decisions to make, but let, let's talk about first what our what the bulk of our list is. I'm I'm gonna come right off the rip and say there is no country on my top ten albums <laughs> no. of the year so far. I assume there's none in yours. I can also say I did not listen to one country album. Do you have any hip hop in yours? I have listened to hip hop albums, but none on my list. I do have a hip-hop album in my list and a hip-hop artist that didn't do hip-hop in my list. Because I listened to the Denzel Curry album and the Harlow album. I, I tried to listen to the Kendrick Lamar album. Oh, oh, I did listen to that. That was a bad, actually. Um, but, no, uh, but I don't have it in there. And I listened to the Drake's last, last one. Never listened to Drake, really. I like Drake. The last album, not so much, but I do like Drake. Yeah. His last one was a surprise. Yeah. Like nobody knew it was coming. Which that's always, I don't know. As much as they promote themselves, it surprises me when they drop a surprise album. A la Eminem most of the time. Past two or three albums has been surprises. But most of my list is rock. Uh, It it goes from soft to heavy. Is yours, I, I, I mean, I know a lot of yours is probably heavy. Is there... I mean, probably the the lightest album I have on my list is probably one that we share. Okay, that's exciting. All right, let's let's get into it then. So, uh, prefacing this by saying to Neil's pleasure, uh, I'm big on a thrash metal kick and metal in general. Like I'm not just thrash, but I'm kind of feeling the metal here lately. It's, it's most likely just a breath of fresh air to you. So, just something different for the time being. It's probably yeah, got you. It, that's. That's accurate because I'm really sick of all the stuff that I grew up with. I'm really sick of, uh, like I was doing a, talking to a buddy of mine today that lives in Idaho and he's just, he's full on into pop punk and I'm like, how, just how, and it's new. It's like, it's like newer stuff, like 2010 and newer. And I'm like, man, I, I can't do it. Yeah, I don't know man, if it's cause I wore myself out on it or yeah, what. Our, our, um, actual good punk or vagrant records, punk. Vagrant's good. Anything on Vagrant, it, Epitaph, it, usually. Yeah, any of that emo era stuff. If we just we we've just gotten past it. Not to say I dislike it. I just I'm just I've I've had enough. Yeah. Now I will say, uh, Hicks, who was doing this podcast, 
uh, he went to uh, my chemical romance last night. I'm jealous. I am jealous what as was well. That? Uh, I think it was Columbus. Maybe it, maybe it wasn't. Okay. I, I think he might have traveled. A, I don't remember. But Turnstile opened up for him. Yep. And the Dilly Dallies or something I like heard that. Him. But he said, and he's been to a lot of concerts, a lot of good ones. And he said that's the best show he's ever seen in his life. And it gave him chills just talking about it today. Mm. Like he said it was that good. So I was definitely jealous and surprised a little bit. Because I, I wouldn't think My Chemical Rom- Romance would, would be the best you know what I mean? I wouldn't expect that to be like a top tier. <clears throat> I would love to see him, but to say it's the best concert yeah. I've ever seen, it's probably a lot to do with. It has, it probably has a lot to do with the fan interaction because I know they have a lot of sing-alongs during their concerts. Yeah, so I, I can see that. I guess they're good enough to pull off like the best show ever. I just, yeah. I, I, I wish I could have saw it to know, but it is what it is. Uh, what, what's the next concert I have coming up? It's Post Malone. I yeah, had Rivers of Nile coming up in October. Post Malone's new album did not make my top ten. Uh, <laughs> it's a little on the weaker side for him, in my opinion, but that's okay. You want to lead us off? Did you do them in order? Is there no order? Other than like the first, like maybe top three albums, the other ones I can't. I also can't really say they're definitively a four through ten. But my first one I'm going to throw out here is the album from Napalm Death. Resentment is always seismic. It's kind of like a, it was intended to be a leftover album from their uh, from their last release, basically like tracks they left on the cutting floor type of thing. But it ended up being just a pretty much just balls of the wall by an ass album. Like they've been around for ages and ages. And their first albums, which is more grindcore, I can I can never I to this day can't get into it at all. I think the production is terrible, and I just don't like it at all. But the last few the last few albums have been a lot better. They've added a lot of industrial stuff into them, and Barney's vocals just keep, just keep getting better and better and better. And the first two tracks on this whole on this album here are just like pretty much just like a kick in the teeth. It's just it's just balls of the wall great. I just I, I adore it. And you said it's like basic, but like B is it B sides? What, what is, is it's it? Kind of, well, they they threw some covers on there, but it's like off the last album, which I'm trying to think what it's actually called, but um. It's just stuff that didn't make it all, all basically it's left off the album that it just didn't make it to the make it the cut, I guess. Yeah. See that happens like the complete opposite end of the spectrum again, but the red hot chili peppers had a uh, a bunch of releases years ago, not that many years ago, but it was from the By the Way album, the one with the fly and the pill on it. Yeah. That was just kinda okay. Uh there was a bunch of B sides released and I took all those and put them together on a playlist and kinda made a full album and I that to me like i call it an album because i put them all together and they are the same they are from the same sessions the it's like really one of their better albums in my opinion it was all stuff that that uh rick rubin explained that they bring all the songs to the table and they all weed them out including him Mm -hmm. and he says some of his favorite songs get left out of albums because of the band's choice like maybe flea hates that one right and maybe you know and, and i'm not a massive chili peppers fan but like I'm, I'm enough of a Chili Peppers fan. By the way, Unlimited Love would be on my bottom 10 albums of yeah. the year. That is fucking trash. I'm sorry. It sucks. I think if System of Down did that, steal this album. Yeah. yeah it was pretty solid, too. It was solid. It. Yeah, and that was just, you know, that was leftovers from what? Was it leftovers from Hypnotize and 
or was am it? I, am I? Am I? I think it was, it was after Toxicity, I believe. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was a good one. Some of my favorite songs are off that album. But, but when it comes to Napalm Death, you know, for safety, for people who didn't like him from like ages ago, because they've been around for decades now, I'd go back and check out the last album. Those in the I think it was like the album. The name of the album was crazy. Those of Joy in the Jaws of Defeatism was their last album. I'll start back from there and and that and the newest album. You might actually enjoy their new stuff. So I'll check. They're, they're I'll worth revisiting. They may be too. They might be too much for you. But I don't know. I I mean, I mean again, I stand by the last episode. You can, where understand, I said you can understand those lyrics too. So then I might because I since we last did an episode, I it I have gotten into heavier and heavier, but I still can't do the growling, and I mean the deep deep growling but maybe i will like them i don't know maybe you'll hear a few albums that i've got my top 10 and think maybe i will enjoy napalm death but so i'll check that one out for sure and i like i like this because we're not out here saying like oh beyonce's renaissance uh (laughs) it's so good like i i'll go off topic a bunch because just naming our top 10 albums will take us no time i fucking hate beyonce i don't think she's even i don't even understand her music being like good i don't get it either i really don't i i don't get it at all like she just seems way too into herself for me so I, and i have a hard time listening to her music and there's <laughs> there's a lot of artists like that that i do listen to like rihanna's first album was fucking killer like female r&b slash hip-hop vocalist like there's a handful i really like and not once have i liked beyonce except for in destiny's child destiny's child was awesome yeah, like we, yeah, we we both know we love our female rappers and stuff. Yeah, but um, have you listened to Megan The Stallion's new album? No, it's okay. I haven't okay. I haven't listened enough to like, but I liked her last one, which was basically a Napalm Death situation. Yeah. It was a bunch of it was like called One for the Hotties or something, mm. and it was really good. It was a bunch of freestyles and other stuff, and it was good. Like but, good, when, good. Uh, but when it goes to the pop artist wise, uh, uh, yeah, pop artist wise, I can like was that like I said before is like I can understand why people like certain artists. Like I like, I might not like them, but I can respect Adele. I can I can respect yeah. Lady Gaga. Yeah, I can I can see the talent there. Yeah, I, I and I don't I won't just turn them off when they come on. It's right. nothing like that. But I, Beyonce, I, I, I turn it. off. Of course, people th- you know say she's beautiful and all that, but that's. Not to no, me. That, that's not that's not that's not in the context of what we're talking about. It's no, just, I just don't think the music's good. No, I don't think the music's good, and I don't <laughs> repetitive as hell. I just can't I do it. I don't find her attractive either. Just saying that yeah. it's not my cup of tea. She just really seems way too into herself. Maybe I'm way off base, but as people on the outside looking in, that's just what it seems like. Um, I've got my albums numbered. I'll stick with it, even though it, the exact science of it all is not even close to exact. Um, but it, it's fairly decent because i put number 10 at 10 because it was my least favorite of the bunch and number nine and then the middle the middle's all in or interchangeable but my number one album of 2022 and it it, it, it surprises me still it's number one it's number one so you're starting at the top i'm starting well i started at the bottom i'll start at the bottom then okay okay, okay. Yeah. i thought you said okay no. so number 10 well this is more exciting then i yeah. should have done this anyways number 10 is denzel curry uh, melt my eyes, see your future. It's, it's a good one. It, it is it, a good it, one. And it was main mine. It is a good one. It was. It was. I had number ten narrowed down to three, and I listened to all three of them again today. I even threw Kendrick Lamar in there for good measure because I know he's highly regarded, and I like a lot of his songs, but I've yet to find a full album that I like. Right. I I can agree with that. Totally respect him. Totally think he's a 
fucking poet through and through. Guy's great, but like pound for pound, like an album has to be good start to finish to me. And I like every song on Denzel Curry's album. I don't love every song, but actually, Neil, you introduced me to Denzel Curry, yeah. uh, Rage Against the Machine yeah. cover. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that was good, even though he was very true to form. Like, it, you know, some people that weren't rage experts might have thought it was rage. It was that close to yeah. to good. It was really good. But uh, but this album, it's a straight, solid rap album to me. Nothing over fancy. He's not trying to get like too artsy fartsy or anything like that. Like it's a straight ass rap album to me. No speed rap, no mumble, just good rap. And the highlights on it for me are Walkin. Yeah, Walkin's a really good one. Walkin's damn yeah. good. Uh, X Wing, uh, Sanjuro, Zadoichi, and the Ills. I think it's the Ills. I may have wrote down my note program wrong, but <laughs> but that's that's the first rap album I've heard since Yellow Wolf. I'm a big Yellow Wolf fan, and he released like maybe five or six albums in 2021. He did collaborations <laughs> yeah. with people, and then he released one of his own, and I liked all of those. So that was this was the first rap album I've listened to multiple times this year. So Denzel Curry, number ten. I was happy to put, I was happy to put a, a hip hop artist in there, yeah. legitimately, because he beat out the other two that I had narrowed down to the top ten. I mean, if I was the he would that, that album would be in my top 15 easily i can't really even think of another there's an artist called scar lord i've heard of i've heard of that but it's he's more rap metal like i mean actual like i don't know if it's actually even considered trap whatever it is i, I can't really i can't say the actual genre because he's he's kind of his own thing but yeah that's maybe about the only other rap i might even put out there well i gotta grab this bottle <laughs> I I had another one in contention. It was Megan the Stallion, but I just I'm, I I haven't listened to it em- enough. It came out like last week, so and I tried to give it a spin today, and I was like, I I'm pretty sure this would fall somewhere between eleven and fifteen. <laughs> Fucking beer, <laughs> God, foam tire, huh? I'm gonna stink the rest of the day, night, yeah. evening. Who you got at number nine, Neil? Um, the next one is a black metal outfit. Wyga dude. There's always blood. Say what? It's called Wyga dude. Is that like that special beef that costs a whole lot <laughs> no, of that's money? Wagyu. Well, no, that's Wagyu, isn't it? There's always blood at the end of the road. There's always blood at the end of the road. Yes, that's correct. Always blood. Okay, <laughs> explain. Break this down for me, because I the ones I haven't heard of, I'm gonna want some details on their sound. It's it very makes the very album aggressive good. black metal. From start to finish, the very first song, which is my favorite track on the whole album, FN Scar 16, it's literally just, it's relentless nonstop the whole time. But what about tastefully good, I guess. Okay. And when yeah. we're done with this, I, I, if you could, I want you to send me your notes because I'm going to put tags in the video. <laughs> and I want to check out, and if it's good enough to make your top 10, right. I'm going to find something I like, like for sure. Yeah, I love the aggressive stuff and... It's not. There's not too much fat on it. Like I, can, I don't. I can't stand it. Like even though I love aggressive music, I don't like aggress- an aggressive album to overstay its welcome. I like the thirty to forty minute run times. Me too. Ten, yeah. ten songs is like yeah great. Especially yeah, I don't like albums being bloated. No. And this is this album just blows by for me. It's just it's. A, for me, it's like when I'm doing my exercises and all that. It's perfect for me because like I said, it just it keeps the this keeps the blood pumping. I love this album a lot. It was like when I first heard it. When, I think it came out in. 
Yeah, it came out. It came out in January, so it was like right at the beginning of the year. It was like the first time, of the, pretty much of the year. I'm like, man, this is gonna make my top ten list of the, already. And it's like we got twelve more months basically to go. I don't know if I'll end up making ten, the, you know, top ten by the years in, but as right now, it's still hanging pretty strong. That happens. I've got a. There's a bunch of mine that have been out most of the year. Actually, probably half my list, maybe. Uh, but what what style did you say they were? It's 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 black metal. Okay. Can't wait to get the list because I mean I'm I'm all about finding new stuff right now. Nine for me is Health, uh, Disco Four Part Two. Ne- never heard them. I've heard never of the heard band, of- but never actually listened to them. Okay, well they're it's industrial mostly. Okay, like uh, the well I'll go through my notes and then the the highlights will explain it a little more. But uh, I I enjoy the hell out of this group. They're and in it's industrial, but it's like every track almost is a side project so it's health and trent reznor health and lamb of god health and uh fuck what's poppy right i've never listened to poppy but it's it's like collaborations the whole way through but it it has that health sound written all over it it's almost like uh brass against do you know who they are Mm -mm. like the brass band on youtube that'll do like covers of rage against the machine and tool and uh sophia something is one of their singers and she'll cover a bunch it's pretty good if you look up brass against it's a brass band but they have a guitar bass uh she went viral a little while back because she pissed on a dude's face on stage which you wouldn't expect out of a brass band (laughs) uh but it's pretty good stuff but they have multiple singers it's not just one person you know it's it's almost like allison changes uh, chains ish jerry cantrell sings some lane staley sings some you know but uh, the highlights on this, if you like the John Wick soundtrack, which I'm a big fan of the John Wick soundtracks because they're weird, ambient, sometimes industrial. This this is this reminds me of that, but better. And the highlights uh, from the album are "Isn't Everyone," and that is a track with Trent Reznor. Sounds like Nine Inch Nails yeah. and Health. It's fantastic. Uh, Dead Flowers with Poppy. And then Gnostic Flesh slash Mortal Hell. That one's done with a couple hip hop artists. I couldn't, I didn't write them down. Okay. Didn't recognize them. But you like industrial, so it's, I, it's, it's up there. It's like pretty much my, pretty health. much my second love. That or synthwave. Health is worth a listen. You you might really dig health. Yep. They're pretty good. Who do you got at number eight? I wish Trent Reznor would release something. Actually, I wish Nine Inch Nails would do something. I mean, I just wish he released this normal album. But yeah. But the next one was actually a collab, not necessarily a split, but a collab between Mismore and Thou. They're both sludge acts. Mismore is like he's released, he's a solo, a solo black metal artist. He's basically black metal sludge and doom. But he, of course, teamed up with Thou, which is a pretty well-known American sludge band. I think they're from Massachusetts. I like sludge, so yeah, that'll be something I'll check out from your list too. But. The, the song Driver on this album here, it, albeit nine minutes long or so, is easily my favorite song on this. Uh, I've ran this album to death probably when it came out. I'm not kidding you. It's like it's like a constant flow. Like for me, it just I ran it to the ground. I mean, I can still listen to it right now. But Brian's vocals from Thou, him and Mismer's vocals together, it's just to me they they mesh so well. And I really think they just, should just be a band in general. Not don't don't be a split anymore. Just be a band. And I don't normally like a lot of sludge anymore because anymore it's, it's kind of getting pretty much just boring to me. Because like the long run times is why I can't get into prog metal. It's like I have this long run times. 
I, I don't know. Maybe the, the ADD is getting to me or something. Yeah. So it has to keep me engaged, and this keeps me engaged for the long run times. I was listening to some sludge today, like just looking at albums released in 2022 and just looking for a needle in the haystack to add in at the last minute, which I did find one. But um, it's some of the sludge metal out there is too muddy. It's too indecipherable. Like it's too like welded together. And there's, you can't really pick out any technical prowess sometimes. So I, I have a, yeah, I had a hard time with that. Cause I do like, I don't know if you would consider King Buffalo sludge or not. Ish. Slu- yeah, yeah. Yeah. That prog, proggy sludgeish. I like King Buffalo a lot. Mm-hmm. And, but it, but it's decipherable. Like I can hear what's going on. And today, some of the shit I listen to, I could, I could not hear at all. Not even a little bit. Eight. I've got eight uh, little known, at least judging by what I use. I have Apple Music. I have YouTube Music. I use YouTube Music most of the time because it's just what I've been using for a long time. Uh, and this band only has 200 and some subscribers I get on that. their YouTube. But maybe they're bigger on Spotify and stuff. I don't know, but it's a band called Terror. And uh, the album's called Pain Into Power. It is very Pantera-ish with uh, elements of hardcore punk. Uh, little known band. This was the first album I've heard of theirs, and it fucking it kicked me in the face. Like it's short. It's like a thirty-minute runtime, maybe less, maybe twenty-eight minutes. And it is. It's just banger after banger. It's in your it, face and it's, it's out. Eighteen minutes. No, it's not. This one. Yeah. Eighteen minutes. It's longer than eighteen minutes. <laughs> I swear to God, it's longer minutes. than eighteen minutes. 10 songs, 18 minutes. Okay, maybe it is 18 <laughs> minutes. But it's it's 18 minutes of uh, pleasure into pain or pain into power, whatever the fuck it was called. It, it's, I think you would at least appreciate it because it is, it, it verges on the side of either thrash or just straight metal. Like, it's it's pretty good. I think it's like stuff that fast that you're probably like actually listening to, listening to grindcore and not knowing what grindcore is. Maybe yet. because I don't, you know, I can't. I'm not at a point where I can separate them yeah, or not. Yeah, because so. grindcore is like to the point where they have like thirty second to a minute and a half songs. Well, here I guarantee we're not going to get a uh, yeah like a copyright flag. We're not going to get a copyright flag. So I'm gonna I'm gonna throw on the best song. Because the highlights off this album to me are Outside the Lies, 1,000 Lies. This band likes singing about lies. Uh, Can't Help But Hate with Corpse Grinder. Yeah. And The Hardest Truth. And I'll just play a quick snippet. Not long enough. I think 30 seconds or less you can't get hit with any kind of uh, any kind of thing. But here's here's Can't Help But Hate with Corpse Grinder. Nice riff. Yeah. You listen to the grind corp. Is it? Yeah, that's pretty good. I like it a lot. Like a lot a lot. I I jammed this album for hours one day. (laughs) Like it just, I get. I guess it's easy to do when it's eighteen minutes. Yeah, I kept hearing the songs I like. I was like, "Oh yeah, that again, yeah." <laughs> but that shows where I'm at in my in my musical tastes here lately. Uh, and and then I'll pop on the fucking Beatles after that. But but yeah, that album to me, 
18 minutes of pure ecstasy to yeah, me because I'm I like, that. I fucking love every minute of it. And I enjoy Corpse Grinder on this on that song. I'm not a cannibal corpse guy, though. I got to admit, like, right. it's just, I eh, just, it's, I'm just not. Maybe that'll change. I don't know. But I did try to listen to every album because I had planned on doing an episode with Bill Comer. I don't know yeah. if you knew him or not. We were going to do a whole episode about Cannibal Corpse, and I just couldn't fucking make it all the way through. You listen to one album, other than other other than production values, it's pretty much the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, production the, values other, are real other bad. Other than vocal cha- vocal changes between Corpse and um, Chris Barnes, it's basically production values. Yeah, I, I kind of gathered that. So I did skim through every album and, and came to the conclusion like it's probably not going to happen for me. <laughs> but where we are? You on eight? I am on seven now. Seven. I don't know if it's on your list, and maybe actually, Meshuggah Immutable. Yeah, yep. I listened to it today, and it was probably, probably top fifteen because I'm starting to really dig them too. Meshuggah is easily love hate is what I no, keep reading for me. Like, it's not hyperbole. They're probably in my top five favorite bands easily, without question. It's, it, they're in my top five. There's like a rotating top five, but they're they're there at least somewhere. The, the vocals the vocals are always great the riffs are always great and my favorite track when the, well, the favorite track on this album was ligature marks that riff at the beginning of that was insane the, the, the production's always great thomas's drums are always perfect it's not their best album but it's probably ish maybe like the third best album in my opinion for them is it is it obzin is that how it's pronounced yeah obzin's my, my first favorite album that, that seems to be a lot of people's like high up in their the in production their heavy. the production is like is it's unmatched on that album. Yeah. This is... I wish I could put a higher in this, but I, I think the ones that I have higher on my list is more deserving than this. It's yeah. cause, like, it's, they're not reinventing the wheel on this one. And it's pretty new, too, right? Hasn't that been released in the last two months? It came out in March. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was a little bit newer than that. But I, I do enjoy it a lot, but like I said, they're not reinventing the wheel, so it's nothing that's going to like, it's not gonna raise the bar for me as far right. as putting that much higher. Seven for me straying far away from what both of us have talked about so far and and really surprising to me actually and i tried to get heather my wife into this and she she just couldn't do it but seven for me is liam gallagher come on you know uh i never cared for oasis growing up actually i don't like oasis hardly at all there's a few moments like don't look back in anger on the howard stern show where noel gallagher played that fucking beautiful and that's a good song and there's a few songs that are just you can't help but like and i don't fight the urge to like them i just don't really like them that much but liam gallagher releases this album and for some reason i really really like it so this is kind of a like when i just want to relax this is one of those albums i can throw on to relax because it is very oasis like but it's it's more upbeat and it's more a little more rocky. And of course, uh, from the highlights of this album, uh, the song More Power, the opening track, Diamond in the Dark, Too Good for Giving Up, and Everything's Electric, which, wouldn't you know it, Dave Grohl plays drums on. Yeah. So, and that's not even what got me onto it. Like, I heard that song the first time. I was like, yeah, it's fine. But it grew on me. And the whole album as a whole just is really really solid like i like this album more than anything i've ever heard from oasis liam is the problem brother right he's the pro yeah he's the yeah. he's the i hate to call him an asshole but he's he's the fucking outspoken the, yeah, prick. The entitled one whatever. Yeah. um 
Oasis is one of those bands I love, but I forget that I love. It's like, it's like, oh yeah, I like Oasis. Then I go back and listen to it. And like, man, this stuff's really good, man. But then like, then I just forget about it again. Then yeah. I, it, just, it just pops up occasionally that yeah, I really like this band. I just remember always being saddened by that. I think they was doing an unplugged on MTV back in the day when MTV was good. But um, I remember Liam was having this episode of being an asshole and know how to go out there on the stage by himself and in obvious like emotional pain because his brother's an asshole and had to perform alone out there. Remember that? I didn't even know that happened. Yeah, it was, it was a really shitty moment because uh, Liam was up in the in the balcony, pretty much mocking them. They had to see him alone. He's almost crying on stage and everything. It was bad. God. It, was, it was in the you know what the behind the music back yeah yeah if you remember that but yeah i, I like that always so much shit had to give it a whirl it, it's pretty good and, and I, I you know and i've heard no gallagher and the flying birds i think is is, is a group i know, right I know you had a solo release not too long ago yeah and i and i can't get into it i've, I've tried that but liam solo music to me is uh kind of superior and i know Noel was kind of the guy for oasis that really carried i they were both good but the yeah. caveat the caveat is I can't listen to Wonderwall or Supernova anymore because oh, no. they're so damn played, played out. Yeah, it's like it, smells it, like it, Teen Spirit level yeah, shit. Yeah, it's like I can't I can't do it. Right, and then he, I was talking about that with someone the other day. Man, what were we talking about? It was an older band actually. Like, oh, it was Heart. I was talking to my buddy yeah. Bronson, and he was talking about how much he loves Heart. I was like, yeah, Heart's fucking awesome. He's like, you know, not Barracuda or anything. I was like, well, you know what? That sucks because Barracuda is a badass song. It's just overplayed. If it wasn't overplayed, it would still be like. Yeah, it, heart's awesome, man. No shit. It, and Barracuda's a, a jam, but it, you it's just it's so fucking drove into the ground. And that I hate when that happens. Like, Smells Like Teen Spirit is also a badass song, but it pains me to you know, even say that because I'm so fucking sick of it. I, I guess, In 2022, I'm sick of we it. Can, we can say it a lot of, about a lot of things. Like, we obviously both love Alice in Chains, and I can't, I can't do it anymore. Man, yeah, well. It has, to, it has to be deep cuts. It has to be off their self-titled album for me, or yes, or or, or after. Yes, yeah, self-titled or even like Dirt, man. Now I'm obviously a masterpiece, Dirt's man. So it's, a t- it's a ten of ten, but I can't listen to it anymore. Yeah, it's it's too much. I've I've probably heard well albums like that and Nevermind, which honestly in utero is more for me, right? And uh, but albums like that, uh, I can't go to any of them because I I they're wore out. Like if I had a physical copy, they wouldn't work. It'd be there for like. Memory sakes is the retired to the rafters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> American Idiot of Green Day to me that's one of the best albums of all time. I can't listen to it hardly. There's so many of those. All right, so I was on seven, which means you're on six. What's six? You're going to like my six, I think. By the way, you've um, I've already spoke to you about these guys. Um, this one is Septic Flesh. Oh yeah, a, gr- I, I a tried Greek that. metal band, a symphonic, a symphonic, symphonic, orchestral death metal band from Greek. Yeah. This album's production was insane on this one. I'm all about production. I, I yeah, me too. I, yeah, I can't. I can't handle bad production, and they and they always bring the production. And Coming Storm was my repeat listen on the album. I listened that dozens of times. Because for me, like if I, if I like an album, I at least try to give it back to, at least three runs back to back to like let it sink in. Oh yeah, like you that. got to let it marinate a little bit, I guess. And of course, it's not my favorite album of theirs. That's goes to Communion, which is. You know, well over a decade now, probably longer than that. And once again, I'm all about the runtime on this one. They didn't ever say it's welcome. And this, but for this one, they they probably had the best or, orchestra. Would it be like orchestral sounds? I guess would be the yeah, correct ter- terminology. Makes sense to me. 
I think the best mix of it on this album. I really, I really, really enjoyed this. So, uh, I, I listened to that. I think yesterday, uh-huh. or the day before, and I, maybe I didn't listen to it long enough. The problem for me getting into all this heavier stuff, which I've always had the heavy gene. Like I loved Pantera back in the day. I loved, you know, there, there's a handful of really, I always loved Metallica more so back in the day than I do now, but I, I'm not hating on them just to hate on them. Like I still like Metallica, but it's kind of the same thing with all the albums we talked about. That's hard to go back and listen to. Like yeah. I hear a Metallica song and it's pretty much wore out for me. And there is better thrash out there, yeah. uh, but real quick, just, just for the sake of talking about everything that pops to our minds. We may have already talked about this, but how do you feel about Load and Reload? I don't think they're bad albums. I love them. I don't think they're bad at all. People got got butthurt about their change. I I actually, I think that they, I think it was a great change. Like, I I think that it was, uh, I mean, it was a natural progression too because the Black Album wasn't thrash. No. Like, they they dialed it down a good bit to a sludgier. it's It's more of a rock album, honestly. Yeah. And I, yeah, I can go back and listen to Load and Reload every once in a while. That's but what's I weird can't. about it. you know, like I'm obviously more on the heavy side anymore. But I, I will definitely go back and listen to those first. Me too, because I can't listen to the others because it's all overplayed. Well, well, also like the first, like their actual thrash albums. My always, my complaint was always they ran seven to eight minutes long. I'm like, stop. You know what I mean, four minutes is enough for thrash songs. Like you, know, it's just please, it's, you don't need to be that damn right. long. Yeah, they're not proggy, but I, but I do like what's what's it called off. Ride the Lightning, The Call of Cthulhu, or Cthulhu, Cthulhu, maybe. I do still love that song, but but yeah, there's just I don't know. I, I load and reload. I, I I they have a special place in my heart for some reason. Anyways, is it on me now? It is. Okay, six. Hopefully you enjoy this choice. This is this is out of all the uh, the heavier stuff I've been getting into lately multiple bands have kind of creeped in for me. I can mention them because they're not a possibility for this list, but Gamma Bomb, I'm loving lately. They're very, like, very good. Big time loving Gamma Bomb. Uh, let's see. God, there's more. There's a, Well, Megadeth, I never knew how much I love Megadeth. I can't wait for that fucking album. Yeah, I'm ready. Cannot wait for that album. Another band. Hold on a second. How's it make you feel the opening for Five Finger Death Punch? Who? Megadeth. That's bullshit. They are right now. Yeah. What? They're they're the main. They're the they're the act before Five Finger right now. At a festival stage or on a tour? Tour. Fuck that, dude. Five Finger. I'm sorry. The Five Finger Death Punch is trash. They're they're god awful, but they're they bring the money, man. Why? How? The far right. Just the covers. The far right radio rockers. I guess so. Yeah. They suck. I'm not even trying to be disrespectful. They're just oh, I am. Good. I'm being disrespectful. They're terrible. They're terrible. Like, terrible, terrible. They're, they're going on tour with Brantley fucking Gilbert, for God's yeah. sake. Yeah, but Megadeth, Dave knows where the money's at, so I can't really hate on him. Well, no, and Megadeth isn't, you know, it's not like Megadeth is Metallica. That's what he's been butthurt about all these years. Yeah. He's not, they can't, Megadeth is not, they're not Metallica. No. Not commercially. But as far as the band goes, I think they're better. Right. And I can't wait for that new album. But number six for me, the last week probably, I have become such a fucking fan of Creator. Yeah. That it's not even funny. So hate Uber Allahs is, I may not even be pronouncing that right. I think that's, of the that's, Dead that's Kennedys. 
I think of the dead Kennedys when I think of Uber Alice. But uh, but this this fucking album, like I know Creators probably got a ton of really good shit. They got like fifteen albums. And oh I, yeah, I think I've seen them back in hell mid two thousands when um it was like uh, Nile and King Diamond. Yeah, I wanted to go see Nile and yeah. Creators the headliner. Dude, raising the, raising the flag of hate. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a badass song. It's awesome. I even bu- I bought a T shirt yesterday. Because I just I want a creator T-shirt. I'm that into creator right now that I had to have that T-shirt. But as far as 2022 goes, is there a catchier fucking thrash metal song than the title track from this album? Because the title track from this album is like it doesn't sound like something you'd hear on the radio, but it's catchy enough to where it could almost be a fucking hit. I don't know if you remember the song or not, but not Rob Hanna don't. It's fucking good, and the the whole album, like front to back, they just it feels like they've continued to grow their sound. At least from my little bit of experience from them, it seems like they have progressed without changing their sound. Like somehow they're they sound like a twenty twenty two metal band even though they've been around since the 80s. Right. It, that's It's pretty much like a band I'm going to say next. So, It is fucking good. But the highlights off this one, uh, Hate Uber Allis, which is the, the title track, uh, Strongest of the Strong, Midnight Sun, and Dying Planet. Mm-hmm. Those were my, my favorites off there. What is, uh, what's your number five? Obviously, it's going to be similar to, to Creator. I was just thinking about Creator, though, because like, well, MySpace back in the day you always have a quote on your beside your photo yeah do you remember that yeah mine is mine is raising the flag of hate <laughs> remember flag of hate that's such a badass song i just, I just remember that they got some sweet ass album covers too yeah man i, I really do like them um mine is voivod secret anarchy listen to them today they've been around for ages about as long as i've been alive and this is the first album i ever listened to them but they were on a respected youtuber of mine's um a youtuber a favorite youtuber of mine's um halfway point list yeah and he also said he's like pretty much in the same wheelhouse as me he loves metal and industrial and then he said this is his first time ever listening to him and it got this far as this so i'm like i'll give it a shot then of course i fell in love with it and it's, it's like would you agree like a thrash proggy sound yeah definitely like it's not just thrash yeah, yeah it's very proggy in a lot of parts but man i tell you right now it's, it's god's not witness this is my favorite bass sound i've ever heard in my entire life it's like the, the, the basis is the basis on here is amazing. The sound's amazing, and the song "Planet Eaters" is my 100% go-to on this one. The, the bass, I just can't get past it, man. The production values on this, and I only think the runtime's that. Yeah, nine songs, 47 minutes, and then Camila came out on my birthday. It was meant to be, I guess. Yeah, meant to be. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to that tomorrow because I listened to some of it today. Yeah. But I I made a determination that it probably wouldn't hit the top ten, so I bailed a few songs in. But that some things take time to soak in, like uh, well, Turnstile was a band that my buddy Lawrence suggested to me, and I listened to him. I was like, yeah, not really my thing. I but I went back to him for some reason. Like I I love them. That's one of the albums from twenty twenty one Glow On that I went back to. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that can't be on my list because it's not the right year. But sometimes sometimes stuff just sinks in. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give Voivod. Yeah, the thing is, like, when I found out I liked them, I'm like, well, I guess I have albums all the way back from 1984 to listen to. Yeah. Even back all then, the production was still good and the bass was still good. Yeah. Even between changing members, and I don't know, man. Just 
I'm really excited about when, when I find something new, I get excited, especially when they have 30 years of music. Me it's too. Like, it's like 40 years of music, man. I'm excited. That's being creator. Like, yeah, I, like they've been around for ages. As long as we've been alive. Yeah. And, I, and I'm super fucking pumped to, to cram every bit of their music into my head, even if it turns me right. into Satan's follower. They won't. But uh, number five for me, get, there will be some eye rolls, if anyone from the, uh, you know, from the Neil camp of longtime metalheads. I'll get some eye rolls, but you know what? I don't fucking care. I think this album was an absolute triumph as a first stab at this genre. Dave Grohl is like my beetle. I fucking love Dave Grohl. I love everything he does. I think he's a fucking wonderful human being. Walks on water. Walks on water. He is my beetle. He's my fucking George Harrison or Paul McCartney. Right. That's He just is. Like I love the Foo Fighters more than most people ever dream about loving the Foo Fighters. Because I just think they're one of the best pure pound-for-pound pound rock bands ever, honestly, especially American. But Dream Widow, his little side project from the uh, Studio 666 movie, he come, you know, that this is the Foo Fighters. This is the band, but just called Dream Widow because they changed genres. And it's not all, you know, it doesn't all fit into one genre. Like, there's a few tracks, and I'll talk about them in a minute. It is a mixed bag of metal or harder rock right um the the highlights being the song cold which almost could be mistaken for a really hard foo fighters song fucking great jam like one of my favorite songs of the year uh come all ye unfaithful and becoming some of the tracks on here are straight thrash some of them are more up the the line of uh oh fuck um shit just a blank space lemmy who Lemmy was from? Kilmeister. Huh? Lemmy Kilmeister. From the band name Escape Me. Motorhead. Motorhead. Uh, some of these are very Motorheadish, which makes sense because Dave was friends with Lemmy. You know, there, there's there's different flavors of metal on this on this album, and it's a short one. It's like a thirty minute runtime album, but man, it 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 kicks you in the face. Like, and Dave Grohl can literally do anything. Anything he wants to do, he can do it. Yeah. And to me, he proved it. And and I did did get some validation from my buddy Lawrence, who said it is a sleeper album. Like it's truly kind of a sleeper album. Right. Have you listened to it? I, um, I have. It's. It, I can't say I, it was given my full. I didn't give it my full attention. Yeah. It, I, I just. I was just really impressed with it. Like, of course, you know that a rocker can change gears and go into another gear. Yeah. We've seen all kinds of rock stars do that and do different things. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I just fucking love that album. Like, love it 100%. And it's heavy enough to where my, the only person I know that loves Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters more than me is my wife, mm -hmm. Heather. And she, she does not like this album, which tells me that they accomplished their goal right. of being heavier on this album. And we've spoken before about the American rock bands not being really prevalent at all so no they're, no they're not very it, small yeah it, and <laughs> even though i believe that the foo fighters are one of the best bands of all time because i truly do and my quick analysis of that is ignore the hits ignore everlong ignore well not the pretenders a damn good song ignore and everlong is too but ignore monkey ranch ignore learn to fly when you dive into their albums there is some really that first album was great yeah, there's Exhaust some, is my favorite song of theirs. I like it. Yeah, it's really the good. The static one. Yeah, I love it, man. But if you dive in, like Wasting Light, Pound for Pound, fucking amazing rock album. There's so much good shit that you just haven't heard because they're not singles. Yep. 
that to me make that band an all-time great in my opinion but i could talk about that forever and i'm not going to who you got at number four neil um the next one is white ward with the album false light a ukrainian never heard of them at all they're pretty popular when it comes to the black metal death metal yep. scene they're from from the ukraine so this album was pretty heavy for them to make because they literally wrote it out during you know dark days over there right during now. the last six months yes oh shit well, a lot of because they, they released a lot of them as singles and they ended up constructing the album a little thereafter gotcha but of course like i said they're anywhere they go from anywhere from being a, a prog black metal death metal even mixing saxophone throughout their songs a lot it is a little it is a little long i mean it's eight eight songs an hour and six minutes but then once again it keeps my attention the whole time and i and i always go back to the song phoenix and phoenix and cronus are both on my playlist i'll be like i said they're kind of long listens so you gotta let them you know play themselves out but if you love that type of music or love anything that's like somewhat refreshing in this two genres you'll love it I, I am eager to get my hands on your list because I've not heard of that one, and I, I get I've maybe been That's a little cover. covers awesome too. I've maybe I do like just the cover of that. I've I've maybe been a little overconfident lately because I feel like I've crammed in so much I never gave a chance. Right. So much I never heard. There's a lot of catching up to do. Like even like yeah, if I no matter like when I got when I got into synth wave, man, I'll be a lot of it sounds kind of like similar because you can't you can only do so much with that type of music. Right. Well, I'm like, man, I got so much to listen to. I had to catch up, man. And I like that too. And and honestly, you got me into that too. You got me into Gary Newman, and, and Gary Newman. Oh, I, love, is, I love Gary Newman. Uh, so do I. Yeah. And I never knew. I never fucking knew. But but like now, I this is no bullshit at all. I bet once, and I'm sure you're like me. You listen to so much music. There's some shit you don't listen to for months. Right. Like it just that's just the the nature of the beast when you like a lot of music. I probably pop on one of the last four or five gary newman albums his last three are perfect in my opinion they're very very good and i i guarantee i listen to one at least once every three months like i'll pop, especially the one you suggested to me yeah since that was the one that got me savages yeah, yeah. Songs from broken world yep since you suggested that to me and it got me kind of hooked on him a little bit like that's the one i go to more it's than good others one, yeah. but uh i fucking love that shit like it's so that was my album good. of the year that year i know that yeah absolutely uh, let's see. Four for me. No one's probably heard of this band, which is one of the reasons why I want to throw tags in the YouTube video that I will create after this podcast. Uh, maybe some people have heard of them. I saw the name and, and recognized it. But again, on YouTube music, they have like 200 and some subscribers. And it is Ithaca. Uh, the, oh, yeah. the album They Fear Us. That's a badass album. It's a fucking badass uh, yeah. album. That's my number I forgot four. about it, honestly, yeah. That's my number four. Lawrence hadn't heard of them. Actually, I told Lawrence to check them out outside of our, our group conversation. I was like, I can't share this one in, in the, the little group that we've been talking music because I don't want Neil to know it's in my top because I don't know if he knows them, doesn't know them. And he listened to it. He's like, that sucked. Nah. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I I think that album's a banger. Yeah, it's a it might fuck. actually it might actually make my list if I, if I remembered it. Dude, that's a banger. Uh, smack me in the mouth, start to finish. And this is the one that I didn't hear till today. Like, yep. I was searching through albums, and I saw Ithaca. I was like, I know Ithaca. Like, I've at least heard of Ithaca. And I put that album on, and as soon as that fucking opening track came out, I was like, God damn. And every track after, I was like, oh, fuck. This is get this is going to creep into my top ten, if not higher. Yep. So then I started cross-comparing it with other albums, and it's just too good. And this album 
I don't know if you like them or not. I, I'm going to assume you don't. But this album, the first thing I thought of when the last track ended, I was like, Spirit Box who? Like, yeah, I can't stand them. I don't like them at all. Like, I can't get into that shit. It's like, it's heavier Evanescence is all it is to me. Yeah. But this album, with some occasional female vocal tracks mixed in, I was like, man, why why is everybody on Spirit Box's junk? Like, this is so much there's, there's better. Way, there's, there's way better female vocals out there, trust me. Yeah. Way, way, be- way better. I don't even like Ginger and those female I vocals. I can't either. Better. That's just a bunch of... It's, it's a viral thing. It's a viral... Is that... And the fans are so hard over that. It's, it's, it's just stupid, man. You can't, you can't even say nothing negative about it. You'll get crushed. Oh, is it that bad? It, it's bad, yes. Yeah. It's it's stupid. All the white knights and everything, it's just it's too much. They're going to be the new five-finger death punch. Yeah. But yeah, this this album was like, why the fuck, you know, why is Spirit Box catching so much love when this band is... And that's why I said, how does this band have so few subscribers? It's like, it's a, it was a revelation yeah. for me today. Like, if you like heavy and fast with peaks and valleys of occasional tempo changes, this shit is up your alley. Uh, highlights off this one number five they fear us and cremation party uh, it's, it's a fuck killer album it is i agree i'm glad that you knew it yeah that's a good one because i wanted someone's valid <laughs> i wanted validation on it from someone you might need to check out metal trenches on youtube okay that's that's that's, that's my dude i'm a patreon member so. metal trenches i'll just go subscribe yeah. now i i am a new metalhead it, yeah. it's just you know very new yeah, but my next one obviously probably ain't surprised to you, but I got the recent Ghost album. I'm I'm glad that you do. Yeah. Seems like, am I saying it right in Para? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, Ghost Wise, it's not my fa- it's not my favorite album by them. I, I of course like them, but like, it's hard to beat Meloria. It is, it is, but like um. I did like Spillways a lot. Caserion was great, and Watcher in the Sky was great. But outside of that, I mean, to me, this songs like were so good they elevated the rest of the album for me. I can listen to the whole, I can listen to the whole album and have no complaints. But none of them really stick out to me that much. And to be frank, the singles are to me they picked the wrong singles for the for the I can't. airwaves. But like, but like those three songs that I mentioned, Watcher in the Sky, Caserion, and Spillways, I love those songs a lot. They're probably some of the stronger songs that. Tobias has released in his career. And how about the production value? The production's great. It's not just great. It's fucking immaculate. But like, yeah, like the singles, man. It's like, come on, man. You're, you can you can you can do so much better. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'll add thoughts. I, I, I I'll add some thoughts here in a few, but I don't know. I, I whew, I don't know. I try, to think, I try to think about that song's called. Where's it? But um, my my real quick, Heather. Like I bought that. It takes a lot for me to buy an album on vinyl a lot because it's expensive you know i've got a family it takes a lot but i bought impera on vinyl i had to yeah and i was playing it one day and hunter's moon came on yeah Yeah, i I can't it's it's even a halloween reference it's like from the halloween everything i know it is and 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 i thought the same thing and i'll get to my actual thoughts on it yeah but uh Heather works at the theater, so yeah. last October or whatever when Halloween was out, that song is at the credits. It plays right. at the end. And that song came on, and she just fucking snapped her head at me, and she was like, why is this on? <laughs> and I was like, what? She's like, I fucking hate 
this song. It sounds like the 80s. Why are you listening to this? It's like Def fucking Leopard. I'm like, no, that's it's- why, honey. That's why. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, this, I was like, so, I, you know, every time from then on, there's been a running joke. Like, I'll just walk by her and I'll look at her. I'm like, it's a hunter's moon. <laughs> and she'll be like, fuck off. <laughs> like, just fuck straight off. She hates that song with a passion. But like, but like, like I say about the singles, like um, I think it's twenties. That song, yeah, single. I hated twenties. I like the song other. I like the song other than the chorus, like in twenties, in the twenties. Yeah, just, I don't know. I like it now. It grew on me a lot. It, the thing is, like obviously, I think the album's good enough to be in my top ten, but it, it's not the strongest, of course. But like I said, the the ones the songs I really do like are really really solid, and there's no skippable songs. And that's glowing that it, that it's you don't even think it's their strongest, and it's in no. your top ten. If there's no skippable songs, I'd have to at least say it's worth being up there for me. Exactly. Yep. If you if you can jam that an album start to finish, and that is that is a love hate relationship too, because I mean. You know that that guy's got some shiny vocals. I mean, he's yeah. got some shiny, soft, very '80s-driven vocals, and I hate—they've really grown on me. He's grown on me as a vocalist. Like at first, yeah. I and I know why. I know why he's the vocalist. I know he didn't want to be the vocalist, and it just worked. It just happened to work out to where he pretty much had to. Right. I'm glad it worked out that way. That show me and you went to. That's still in like it's it's top it's tops for me. That was great. It's it's up there for me. It was a really really good fucking show, and I I I actually still regret that we didn't go watch the last time they come around. I hope they come around again because I would love Uh, to hear this. I'm sure they will. I would love to hear this album. At least, you know, a handful of songs off of it. I would love to hear it. But uh, three for me, third overall, Jack White, uh, Fear of the Dawn. This this is where my shit gets a little more conventional. I, I've always loved the White Stripes, like always. It, a lot of it's overplayed to me. I have a hard time listening to a lot of it. But Jack White's solo career has been just okay to me. Like, it's been fine. I like his music, but it was never White Stripes for me. But Fear of the Dawn, which is the first of two albums he's released this year, is this this is the best thing I've heard since the White Stripes out of Jack White. Uh, I, I was stuck on the song Taking Me Back, which came out as a single before either of these albums released. That's That song is unlike anything I've ever heard before. Like, I've never heard a song like that. I don't know if you're familiar with it or not. Mm-mm. I've never heard a song like that. Like taking me back was like, holy shit. It like kicked me in the face and was like, this is, there was kind of a revival the last nine months, maybe of 80s sounds being mixed into modern music. There's been kind of an eighties revival and early and nineties. You see all the fuck kids wearing Nirvana shirts now, (laughs) but, but the eighties have kind of creeped back into music a little bit. And I never realized how much I would welcome that. Right, and there was elements of '80s in this song, and elements of White Stripes, and elements of Jack Solo, and elements of weird sounds I've never heard before that only Jack White can make somehow. I don't know how he thinks of this shit, but that song fucking hooked me, and I was like, "God damn it, that's going to be the only good song on the album. The album's going <laughs> to yeah. come out. I'm gonna hate it all." I it, that couldn't be farther from the truth. Like this album is cool as fuck from front to back. There's just so much here. I like. I can't remember who's on Heidi Ho, uh, but that's one of the highlights I've got. Taking me back, uh, Fear of the Dawn, White Raven, Heidi Ho. What's the trick? That was then. This is now. That's a lot of highlights mm-hmm. from an album. Like, and that's because this album is so damn strong 
front to back. Like it's it's a it's an absolute journey. Hold on, I got. I think it was Q-Tip that's on the song Heidi Ho. I've got to know just for the fact. Yeah, it was Q-Tip. And like I heard that song as the second single, and I was like, that's weird. I don't know how I feel about it, but I was really just blown away by taking me back and I had a hard time adjusting afterwards because that song's a fucking banger but this, this whole album front to back fucking great then he released entering heaven alive it's more low-key uh like a like softer white stripes like the whole album it's almost like he did a experimental rock album and followed it up with a traditional folky white stripes this album kind of or more jack white solo kind of album I didn't feel it as much, so I barely listened to it. But this album, fucking stellar, like front to back. It, it, it's one of the coolest albums I think I've ever listened to. Things like White Stripes, I never did. I never hated them. And of course, I like some of it. I like some of the material. I never listened to um, much of his Dead Weather stuff or any of his other solo. Yeah, I didn't listen to Recounters or Dead Weather a whole lot, but yeah. I, I, I liked them okay. Just not enough to yeah. listen to full albums. Yeah, it's one of the things with them. I was like. Obviously, he's talented, and I've I've liked some of his stuff, obviously. But it's like, I don't know. It's, I just I never venture out to listen to it. I don't know. Maybe I should give it a shot, but like I don't know. Just I guess he never scratched it for me. Yeah, that happens. I mean, it. it I don't even remember why I got on a kick. I know it was like early, maybe late '90s, early 2000s. It was probably early 2000s, but when the video came out for like their first hit, which was like almost like a Lego like video that was constantly changing. Well, it was, it was during the jam band era with the high hives and yes. it was like during that movement. Garage rock shit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, that, and that song, I can't even fucking remember it now, but it's, it was their first hit. Uh, about a girl. Wasn't no, about it was a girl. Something. Yeah. That's it. It was about a girl. Something like that. Or something like that. Nirvana, maybe Nirvana yeah. about a girl. Maybe <laughs> yeah. it was like something. Anyways, that song hit, and I was like, okay, I dig this because I like, I, you know, I like garage rock. But yeah, this this album, man, it's it's fucking. If you haven't listened to anything, like just hit play, and if the first track doesn't do anything for you, you can bail because the, <laughs> first, like a, the like a, first track is is taking me yeah, back. SpongeBob meme it out, huh? It's like, all right, I'm gonna head out now. Yep, <laughs> you're either out or you're in, and and that song had me fucking all in, like hundred percent in. That that was. It was really difficult not to make that my number one because, to me, so far this year, there's three albums that have just been albums that I will probably listen to for the foreseeable future, and Jack White was one of them. Okay, with my second one, I wanted it to be my first one when it, when the releases you know coming towards me. I, I wanted it to be, but it's um Imperial Triumphant, Spirit of Ecstasy. I had a feeling you'd throw them in there. I know you love yeah, them. Yeah, I, I love them to death. They're they're also great guys. I've met them before. They've spoken to me for over half an hour at a show before. They've really kind of welcoming, welcoming. But it, it made it to the top two. Didn't get top. It didn't get my top release of the year. But I was, I was, I mean, as as high on them as I am, I was still pleasantly surprised that they still mix it up. This song "Death on the Highway" it's just, it's a fucking heater. It's 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 brutal as hell. And of course, it, they're like avant-garde as avant-garde could be was as far as mixing it up never following the same formula this is probably the best production on any other albums they've ever had and plus like with their second single i think it was their second one i also mentioned the barker on the last cast was a mercurius gilded which had kenny g and his son playing oh yeah you told me about that the kenny g playing sax during the solo of it the kenny g yeah the kenny g 
because Imperial Triumph, but they're pretty well known in the, in the jazz community in New York, so they, they have the connections and stuff. Right. Yeah, but Kenny G, you know, that's just going to show you how he feels about him. If he's willing to put his mark on a, a yeah. black metal avant-garde band, you know what I mean? But Death on the Highway is by far my favorite track on the album. And of course, the the, the mentioned Mercurius Guild, the one with Kenny G in it, is also fantastic. And they have a um, a running guest spot, Yoshiko, Yoshiko Ohara. She's from a New York band called Bloody Panda, I believe. But she's been on three of their albums, and she's always doing guest vocals. And the only thing she does in her guest vocals is pretty much to scream the whole time. Yeah. Like a blood-curdling scream, just screaming her ass off. But it's always like when they're going for the eerie feeling in their songs, she's always in the background because it, it always fits. Because they had one song two albums ago called Chernobyl Blues, which most people know about the Chern- Chernobyl. Right. And they're playing a the part of the song where the the sirens are going off and everything, and of course the, you know devastation is about to hit, and they get into a really 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 heavy ass part, and she's just back there screaming her ass off. So it's like yeah, it's like it fit. Yeah. But she's been a reappearing guest on it, and I was I was really happy to see. Her. I think she actually. I guess three times on this album, and also the um, I mentioned Voivod earlier. Their early singer also made a guest appearance on this album, which I was happily, which I was happy to see. I need to listen to them more, especially as as high on them as you are. I mean, they're, they're I like to listen to them. They're very avant-garde. Basically, means like basically experimental. Like it's it's not paid by numbers at all. So yeah. it's it's a tough take for some people. But. I've shuffled through some of it and I and I and it confused me. Yeah. I, I was confused. But but Rock Lobster was confusing in the eighties, you know. Right. And but that's a jam. But even like I don't know, I mean I can I am I can't be any more higher on these guys. If you're a fan of anything that is at least different as far as the black metal and death metal scene, you gotta give them a shot. Nice. Uh two for me, still conventional, but not conventional. I'm still mad to this day, and this album came out, I think, March. The, the, the lack of attention this album is getting pisses me off. Literally, figurative, figuratively makes me angry. But one of, one of my favorite hip-hop artists came out with a fucking rock album with Shooter Jennings, of all people. Mm-hmm. And it's Yellow Wolf and Shooter Jennings. The album is called Sometimes Why, the letter Y. And I, I, this album gets no love and I'm so confused. I don't know if it's because it's Yellow Wolf or because it's too, like a joint collaboration. But man, this fucking album is absolutely fantastic from start to, start to finish. It's what the 80s would sound like if the 80s had the recording technology of today. Mm-hmm. Like if they had the gear and the uh, the the just the digital technology that we have today, back in the eighties, if Bruce Springsteen had this shit and had Yellow Wolf, this is what the album would sound like. Like it is eighties rock, but modernized. Uh, is it arena sounding rock then? If it's like Bruce Springsteen, it's such a mix. Mm. I'll play a track from it too, okay. just because it's. Um, I really don't think we're going to get hit on it, but it's <laughs> it's just something. I I I some good Bruce Springsteen when he's good anyway. I I will admit I don't really know a lot about Bruce Springsteen's I'm, music. I'm telling you, like um, if you actually go back, I think it's um the, the album Nebraska. It's probably one of the most depressing albums you can ever listen to. Yeah, it, I, no, it, I mean it's 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 like super sad. 
I need to listen to it because I know, I know he's I know he's huge for a reason. You know, I think, you typically... I think it's called Nebraska, but yeah, man, it's like it's 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 rough. Typically, there's a reason why people are as huge as they are. But that, now, now again, this is a straightforward fucking rock song. Like it's it's eighties ish. This is one of the less eighties tracks on there. But just to get an idea of what Yellow Wolf sounds like with Shooter Jennings trying to make a rock album, there's this song, and and it's warning you may you may take it as a little generic i take it as like a triumph for someone like yellow wolf to have done i just think it's cool as shit springsteen is hell to me too it's definitely 80 sound which is cool yeah it, it's just different i like the bass I do too. It's clean. Got to get to the chorus and then I'll bail. Right. very 80 sounding i like it i actually like it good the whole album is fucking good and i and it 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 actually blows me away when listening to it like there's multiple albums or multiple songs on the album that gives me chills Mm -hmm. and when an album gives me chills that that's a telltale sign like you listen to this you know you keep listening to it because it's it's special and I maybe it's where I've listened to Yellow Wolf for years as a rap artist, but like I heard this and I was like, dude, this fucking another case of an artist that can literally do whatever sound he wants because I think he sounds great as a rock singer. Not the MGK way, like fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I cannot stand MGK, like at all. I think, oh my god, that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother. I could do a whole show about hating on MGK. I can't. I don't understand it. I think it's all there's certain artists that I feel like their look carries them, and I feel like that's him. Yeah. Like, just let's get as flashy as we can. I know that some of my favorite artists of all time loved Kiss back in the day, but I think Kiss is absolute garbage. They're literally a stage show. That's it. I think they're I mean, awful. That, that's it, you know? And and a band like Ghost is a stage show and good music. Right. Like, if you can do both, more power to you, you know? Fucking Guar's stage show and good music. <laughs> yeah. You know? But, but the, fuck mgk god dang it makes me mad <laughs> i can't stand that guy but yeah anyways sometimes why yellow wolf shooter jennings no fucking love at all and i just don't get it don't get it at all anyways <laughs> Neil, we're getting to the creme de la creme of our list yeah my number one yep and uh, it's from venom prison the album is called Erebos, and i listened to venom prison today and like I said, not being hyperbole, outside of what we spoke on earlier with um, Gary Newman, this may be my favorite album I've heard. In, it's It might be my favorite album I've heard in the last four or five years. That good? For my taste, it's it's it's, it's one of my favorite albums. I've listened to this album like 
consistently th- ever since when it came out in April. No, it came out in February. I've listened to this always since it came out. And then even on my playlist here, I got one, two, three, four. I got six of the songs added to my to my main playlist off this album alone. Yeah. Larissa's got some of the best metal vocals out there, male or female. To me, they're they're perfect. And on this album here in general, it's like the the title being the, of the album being Airbos. Like at the beginning, at the very first track, they started chaining Airbos. Then on the very last track, as it's closing out. It's it's awesome to me because they close out with the chain of Airbus, like pretty much just tying off the album. Yeah, that's that was that's cool to me. And the song "Technology to Death," man, that's probably my favorite track on the album, which is the last song. It's it's brutal all the way to the end. Larissa's is like screams on the album, and they're perfect to me. Like the guitar work and the whole production is great on this thing. Right, there's not a bad track on it. For any any metal fan, like I have to recommend this one because I, I feel I feel like very strong about this album. Even like the song um, Nemesis, Pain of Alice's. Pain of Alice's is probably the song of us to the most. They do the end of the year wrap up for Spotify. I guarantee the song to be miles ahead of everyone. Yeah. Miles ahead. I'm always excited to see this yeah. too. But this album, I, I'm really excited to see my playtime on this thing. Yeah. I ran into the ground. It's it, it might be up there like in my most played albums of all time. It, not hyperbole at all. I've listened to it that much. That's pretty. That's pretty high yeah. praise. Yeah. Venom, I swear to God, maybe I think I listened to them today. I need now. I need to look at the album. Do you? You probably yeah, I got it right here. Do you have it pulled up? Yeah. Yep. I listened to that today. Yeah, and and I actually think the album art's really cool too because you you hear these stories across time uh, of like sadly, you know, of real life situations where people hide under dead bodies, and I saw that cover art, and I'm like, that's just very. You hate to say clever, but it but clever. <laughs> it's kind of clever. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited but, to listen. But with, to that. With, with, with this album, it's of course it's painting a story where she's had her own like uh, her own traumas and stuff like that, and everybody's being the god of the dead and all that. It's, it's which it paints a whole, it paints, it paints a really good picture. It's all it's all a big story, and it's very personal to her, and it came through with the, in the lyrics. Yeah, I'm excited to listen to that tomorrow because that was. I listened to that probably the tail end of my day, and uh, I, I I walked out of work today thinking I'm gonna give this more of my time because I think I might like it, but it didn't. It did, you know, maybe if I'd have listened to it more, maybe the crypt in there. I'm not sure, but I, I felt good about my list when I was leaving work today, and at the same time, I was like, I need to listen to more of this band because I I think I might like them. So my number one's boring uh, because we've already talked about it. But that's okay. Uh, my, my number one is Ghost Impera because I it, it probably is the album I've listened to the most this year. Hence, again, the fact that I bought it on vinyl, which means, you know, anything I buy on vinyl, it's going to get played because when I'm home, I don't tend to grab my phone for music. I want to throw a record on Something, when I'm yeah. home. And, and that's one of those records that I'm like, I, you know, this is, I can put it on any time. And not once since it got released, which was also months ago, maybe March, maybe May. I or I can't remember. What for but, the ghost album? Yeah, yeah. But uh, every single time I've thrown this album on, I I have not turned it off till it's done. So that that's that's glowing to me. Uh, but anyways, it came, the, out, the, it came out March. Yeah. March. The production value again. 
it doesn't get much better production no, no. value wise on this. Like you can hear, and and this is one of those things like very clean, very very clean, and songs like um, oh shit, uh, call me little sunshine or whatever. Yeah, you put on a pair of headphones on that song, and there's so many intricate and like shiny moments mm-hmm. on that shit. And then, that'll blow just kind of yeah. blow your mind like lateralis of tool blow your I, mind I, I was gonna say I was, I was getting ready to interject with that like um i think it was, just, it was a tool album it was on um anima it's just this, it's just this, the song that had the, the sound buzzing back and forth yeah even when you have headphones on to hear it feels like it's going up over your head back yeah it's like that's cool if you had yeah. headphones on yeah and uh, headphones is the only way in my car you know i yeah. fuck turn that shit up in my car but dude the the, the ghost album in paris it's just a joy to listen to. The production value is top-notch, like we said. I think it's very well thought out and very well performed. My only issue with this album, and I'm not going to let it knock any any of the shine off of it at all, but I do hate Hired Guns, and they got the guitarist from Opeth yeah. on this album, which is fine. You know, I, I understand that Ghost is always going to be a revolving door of musicians, even though they've kind of committed to a lot of their current lineup for not only tour but some of those guys play on the album too and gals but that that kind of kills me sometimes knowing that the guy from opeth is responsible for the guitar parts but it still sounds like ghost so he was obviously supervised by tobias forge and yeah because i saw an article where tobias actually asked him to tone down some of his guitar parts like that's just a little too heavy you know i'm trying to do something a little more sparkly here but the album's just great, man. It's it's decades of rock music mixed and mashed into just kind of almost, I almost want to call it a new sound. Like they've taken elements from so much 80s and 90s hard rock and metal and just rock, and they, they've made something kind of new out of it to me. But highlights on this one, Watcher in the Sky. I can't believe I'm saying it, but 20s grew on me like crazy and i did not like that song that was the weakest track on the album to me at one it's, time it's one of the heavier songs they've done too it is and it, and yeah. it's just my problem with it was the goofy shit yeah the whole like grabbing by the hoo-ha and <laughs> some of the lyrics just like yeah. fucking made my my lip curl like yeah, elvis cringe, a little bit yeah, cringe yeah and i was like I, I can't deal with that but anyways it grew on me watcher in the sky 20s uh, Darkness at the Heart of My Love is a fucking beautiful fucking song. Yeah, yeah, I did like that one, all right? That's a beautiful, beautiful song. And Respite on the Spital Fields is also... Mm. I. And I even like Hunter's Moon a lot and Call Me Miss... Like, those songs I heard... So first they released 20s as a single, and I was like, oh, fuck. I don't, <laughs> I don't even know if I like that. Then they released Call Me Little Sunshine or whatever. I was like, that's a little too straightforward to me until I heard it on headphones. Yeah. And then I heard Hunter's Moon. I was like, it's fucking, it's from Halloween. Why is that on the album? But the more I listened to this album, the more every single track made more sense than I ever gave credit for. And it, it's just a, it's to me, it's a brilliant album front to back. And again, I don't even know if it's my favorite ghost album. Cause I love Meloria so much. Yeah. Like love it, love it. So I don't know, but it's, they definitely, it, they're definitely a band that is progressing very gracefully. Like they're not sounding the same on every album. They're progressing. I just wonder what's next. Like, right. cause I don't know how you top that from a shiny production and shiny, almost pop metal 
thing, where do you go from here? I'm interested to see where they go from here because probably one extreme or the other, I'd assume. Yeah, I just don't know. So I, I'm I'm very very curious what they do from here because I feel like they've reached a point of no return. Like they have to go, they either have to go heavier, or they have to go more traditional current. I I don't know. I don't right. know what they're going to do. But I did love this album a lot. I haven't listened to it in probably. It's been a. It's been probably a few months at least. I keep it. I keep it pretty. Yeah. Uh, I keep it prevalent. Yeah. Like when it, it's one of those albums, which I'm sure you have. Like when I just can't think of something to listen to, that's I'll my, just that's my vent prison right now. I'll just, I'll just throw it on. Yeah, when I'm at work, I just yeah. Yep. When I, when I don't have time, when I know I, when I'm in a spot where I have to listen to music, well, I don't say have. When I have a chance to listen to music, but but don't have time to research anything real quick. That's when I get back to the old faithfuls. Yeah. Like, what's recently played? I've been in prison. Let's just toss it back yeah, on. throw it <laughs> so, back on. Like, something you know you're going to be happy right, with. Right, like, yeah. Sometimes you throw something on, you're like, I'm not in the mood for that, actually. Right. But you think you are, and then you start it, and you're like, eh, no. Yeah. And, you, and sometimes you struggle. But albums like that, and Venom Prison, like you said, for you right now, it's just so easy to throw them on. I just hope the rest of the year gets a little better for us. So, like, for me, like I said, uh, it was kind of like a, a down year for me so far as far as my, for, as far as far great albums go. Maybe, i say maybe, my best guess is maybe four out of the ten will end up making the final, final cut at the end of the year. Because there's already one that's already made it on my top ten of the year, that, but it's this came out fr- last Friday, so it didn't, it didn't make the cut yet, but I am curious. Uh, uh, like I, I'm trying to, I'm looking up currently what is left to come. At least on a year, a lot of stuff you like probably won't be in here because yeah. most of these fucking websites and shit they don't really tell you everything yeah. that's coming out. Like I'm looking at future releases. And it's like, oh, DJ Khaled. Oh, yay! I don't never even fucking. I don't know what he sings at all. But Muse, Will of the People is coming out uh, tomorrow. I like Muse, but I haven't liked anything I've heard from that album so far. And, and they've gone crazy. So, yeah, I, I haven't heard anything I like. I'm not excited about it. But then Megadeth is the week after. I am super excited about that. Uh, let's see. Trying to see if there's anything we both. Ozzy Osbourne. I don't really. I've never yeah, cared for. Yeah. Um, let's see. Behemoth comes out with an album in September. I'm ready. Neil's ready for that. Yep. Uh, Blackpink, no, in September. Uh, Google Bordello in September. Uh, we got the Black Angels. I don't know who that is. The Mars Volta has went in a poppy direction. That album comes out in September. Uh, let's see. Willow again. Will Smith's. Nope. No thanks. The Pixies have a new album coming out in September. I've always been kind of a Pixies fan. Yeah, Lamb of God's got one coming out too. I've I've never really listened to them much. Slip. Okay, let's real quick. Like, what's your Slipknot opinion? I haven't liked Slipknot since Iowa. Okay, Iowa was badass. It was, and ever since like, ever since Volume Three, which is obviously the third album, to me, like, um, of course, Slipknot's history was Stone Sour was around before Slipknot, obviously. Right. But in between Iowa and Volume Three, Stone Sour was out along with Murder Dolls. Stone Sour to me crept into Slipknot's sound, 
some not to me after whenever after since I became prevalent again, some not to me went downhill as far as their sound goes. It got softer to me. It's too it got too radio poppy for me, and, and it, it's obviously less heavy to me, and it's boring, and it never it, it never regained the steam for me. Gotcha. I, I get that. And Cor- Corey Taylor's tr- pretty cringe too, and I have a, I have a something like that too, and it's like I don't regret it, but it's like I don't like him at all anymore. I just, I just can't I can't do it. Yeah. I, I did like Iowa. I've liked a few songs here and there, but I haven't liked an album since it, it Iowa. Like, like someone got heavy again. You pop it on. It's g- super generic um, radio rock courses. I'm like, I, I've heard this back my whole my whole life. Is it's, it's, it's who cares? I'm, yeah, I'm like, I, I've liked what I've heard off the new album so far, marginally more than the last, but it's not anything that I've listened to multiple times. So I'm not really looking forward to it, to be honest. It might be okay. The thing, is, the thing is, I already thought it came out as much, you know, as many reviews there's been on the singles and stuff. I just, I it's honestly already slipped my mind. Got a new Bush album coming out, Neil. You excited about that? I'm more excited about the Bush album than I am Slipknot. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, let's see. There was a few. I thought there was a couple more. Red Hot Chili Peppers, for some reason, are doing another one. Return of the Canteen Dream or Dream Canteen. Sorry. I no, I don't care. Is it ten songs about California? I just don't care. Probably. <laughs> uh, the The Getaway was a fantastic album, um, but I'm one of the few people that think them bringing back John Frusciante was a terrible idea. Yeah. And this last album proved to me that that was the case. At least for me, the Arctic Monkeys released an album. It's been a long time since they've done anything. They're okay. Uh, let's see. Dead Cross. They're coming out with an album. Not familiar. Uh, Mike Patton's thrash gotcha, metal gotcha, gotcha. thrash metal outfit. I, I like them a lot. It's like super. Dave Lombardo is the drummer for Dead Cross. Okay. So Dead Cross, that their second album's coming out. I am excited for that because I I love Dead Dead Cross. Devin Townsend. I I love De- I love Devin Townsend. He's got an album coming out in October. So that that's something that could could possibly be good. And Anti Flag. I'm past that. That's January yeah. anyways. But that's it. Uh, Avenged Sevenfold supposed to do something soon. They're one. They're kind of slipknotish in the way that like they they have moments for me nostalgic wise. Like Nightmare, I love. I hate that song, man. I, I hate it with the passion. Honestly, their first album was awesome. I like Nightmare, but other than that, to me, I, I they're, they're five finger level for me. Oh, that's terrible. I I, I, I understand. Unapo- unapologetic. It. I understand it though. Uh, my bloody Valentine. No effects again. Single album, disc two. Phantom Planet. I like Phantom Planet's last album. Uh, Some 41 is supposedly heavy these days. I don't know. The Distillers, I'm a big fan of them. They yeah. got an album coming out sometime. The Toadies, I'm a big fan of them. Uh, Zach De La Roca is still listed as uh, released his solo album at some time. I don't think that's ever going to happen. No. But uh, And Weezer. Weezer's got two more albums coming out, and uh, they, they suck. They, <laughs> they, they suck real bad yeah. anymore. Yeah. Their uh, spring and summer EPs that have come out are terrible. Oh, oh, real quick. Uh, I want to do an honorable mention thing. I probably should have mentioned to you, but I came up with it at the last minute. There were two things that came out this year that I love, 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 but I couldn't throw them into this because one's an EP, and that is Primus's Conspiranoia. Like, that was a... F- fucking killer EP, in my opinion. I, I didn't even check it out, and I like Oh, Primus. dude, I, it's so good. So good. It's only like three songs, but it's so damn good. Right. And uh, my favorite song of the year was just released as a single, and nobody knows who these, this group is, but I love this song. It was released this year. 
Uh, it's by Vowels, V-O-W-W-S, and the song is One by One, and it is an absolutely killer fucking song. So I wanted to throw those out there because I would be, the Vowels album, if they released an album, it would be in my top 10 guaranteed because right. I, I love that shit. And uh, same with Primus. If that was a full album, I probably would have thrown that in there because Conspiranoia is, I, that EP's killer. I'll probably, I'll probably end up checking that out on the way home, honestly. It's, it's not, really, yeah. it, warning, which it's Primus, but right. there are some long songs. There are, one of the songs are seven minutes plus maybe, okay. but it's fucking awesome. And the, of course the bass is awesome. Yeah. But the whole thing's awesome. Expected. Like yeah. he plays a little bit off his Pink Floyd and Rush influences uh -huh. on the EP. And of course he's doing like the Rush. Yeah, the Rush tour. Yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, I, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on that whenever you finish it. Yeah, I'll that's check it all, out. That's all I got, though. Hopefully, we can we can do ten albums uh, after the year's over. It's, like, we see how much has changed, huh? Yeah, uh, I, yeah. I assume a lot of mine will change. I'm gonna keep my notes for sure, right? Just to, and then I'll I'll do another note off to the side, and, <laughs> and hopefully, mix and mesh and and have that going on. But yeah, at least there's been good shit this year. Some some years you get yeah. none. I'm just wish there was more. Yeah, me too. But again, I need more, I'm an adult and don't have a lot more time. So there'll be some. There'll be some more for me because I'm going to take your list and see if right. any of that fits yeah. in in with me. So, and I'm sure uh, your number one. I'll I'll probably listen to the majority of my drive to work tomorrow. And uh, it's a front to back listen for me. Just, I'm hoping that's the case for me because I, you know, the more music I've got, the better. In some years, you just don't get shit. So that's all we got. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Hopefully the whole time you didn't say who the fuck is that. Yeah, like, <laughs> the, the the guy that stutters keep mentioning keep mentioning the metal bands all the time. Who are these guys? I mean, you can't understand what they're saying. You like what you like, man. Yeah. You, it's not it's not like you're going to throw Beyonce's Renaissance in there. It's just no. not going to happen. No. And we apologize to those of you who don't care for the style that I'm currently into and that Neil's been into for as long as he's been an adult and and a child. Yeah. So. Are bad. You're listening to the wrong fucking show, I guess. <laughs> go uh, go listen to the Rolling Stone Top 10 review, and maybe you'll f hear more of, of what you want to hear. But right. if you want to take some suggestions, by all means, there's some good stuff in there for anybody. Maybe. I don't know. It's possible. We'll see you guys next time, though. Thank you for listening to Stuck in My Generation. Again, if you want to suggest bands for us to listen to, send it over to stuckinmygeneration at gmail.com.